the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon and greetings. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition. Feels good. Friday always feels a little extra lift, doesn't it? I like the extra lift. Extra lift. You sure do. Yeah, very you, nice. you know what um, someone here in uh, management did? Hmm. They replaced our opening yesterday with uh, AI voices and then send it to us to see what we'd sound like. Right. That was kind of creepy. Really creepy. Yeah. That's the future, though, is it not? That's the future. Mm-hmm. We're not going right. to have anybody in radio or television. We're just going to have AI, AI people reading right. stuff to us. That's yeah. really great. How soon, how soon will that happen? Ten years? I mean, I'm just trying to plan. I, I'm looking at my 401k. <laughs> just saying. Oh, I got, do I got two weeks? Do I got 90 days? I got a, a year? What do I got? Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Right I, I, I want to say go. it's going to be never because who wants never. to listen? For those what of us, never? well, for those of us who call, you know, a, a company and get the phone tree, I cannot stand computer voice. They don't tree. care. I know they don't care, but I care. I'm just saying that I hate it. So I can't imagine that that I I don't want to imagine that that could happen coming out of the radio. Mm. No, I, I think you're mistaken. Okay. Because if that can happen, it will happen. Right? Okay. That's just that's all I'm saying. Anyway, Friday show. What time is it, Kath? Uh, it's time for me to tell you, John. Tell me what. Your weekend has begun. Fabulous. Thank you. Six minutes past Woo. four o'clock hour. At least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. we got a jam-packed show for you. Do we not? We sure do. Mm-hmm. We've got... Um... We've got uh, Paul McNulty from uh, Grove City College, who's going to be with us in the 5 o'clock hour to talk about how, why can't we talk about hard things? Or teach hard things. Why can't we just talk about hard things? Why does it have to become so amped up so fast all the time and maybe ways that we can like quell things a little? Or speak to each other. Or learn to be reasonable. Kindness and love. Uh, also, uh, Rick Zimmerman is going to give us the Western Pennsylvania COVID-19 update at 440. We've talked to Rick since the very beginning of COVID. You know what Rick is? Calm. Mm-hmm. He's an epidemiologist, which I am yeah. not. Okay, he's, he's also a vaccinologist. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of ologists. <laughs> but he's also calm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's going to be with us at 440. Um, and our very good friend, Dr. Richard Mao uh, from Pasadena, California, will join us in just a little bit. You know what he wants to talk about today? Tell me. Rudolph and Frosty. You think, really? What's that? It, it's something pretty deep. I'm, I'm, really? I'm eager for that conversation. Dr. Richard Miles is going to, maybe he's on his spare time, he's watching some TV. I can't some imagine Richard sitting TV. down to it. Yeah, you, what the You know heck? what else is going to come up is uh, New York Times is telling us the best TV shows of 2021. Oh, okay. Uh, so does it really matter? I mean, no, I'm watching I mean, what I'm it, watching. Does, it doesn't really matter, but I find those kind of lists interesting. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, without further ado, Kath, uh, up to date on the news stories of the day, please give us the top four. At four. I didn't even have my left headset thing You're in. You're half of me. For, that's why it was so much easier to take. <laughs> just 
50% less, please. For Friday, December 3rd, 2021. Number one. A county prosecutor in Michigan today charged the parents of Ethan Crumbly, a high school sophomore accused of killing four classmates this week with a semi-automatic handgun with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. According to the Wall Street Journal, Oakland County prosecutors said James and Jennifer Crumbly were charged in connection with the gun used in the shooting. The father allegedly bought the gun with the teenager present at the purchase days before the shooting. The parents were called to the school on Tuesday, hours before the shooting, and told to get the teen counseling within 48 hours, citing disturbing images teachers found in his possession. But the parents left the school without the teen on the morning of the attack. A half hour after it, His mother texted him, Ethan, don't do it. The teen was charged as an adult this week with 24 felony counts, including first-degree murder. A judge entered a not-guilty plea on his behalf. And before we went to air, I saw the fact that um, the mom and dad are on the run. What? Manhunt underway for Michigan school shooting suspects' parents, according to Fox News. Number two. Pittsburgh's Tree of Life has been awarded $6.6 million by Governor Tom Wolf to put toward a project to rebuild the site of the worst anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. The The Tribune Review reports that the governor's office made the announcement today, and the money's part of a $54.5 million package to support some 16 community economic development and revitalization projects across Pennsylvania. The project's going to include creating spaces for worship, commemoration, classrooms, and a new home for public programs provided by the Holocaust Center of Pittsburgh. Fabulous. Yeah, I look forward to that. Number three. The FBI said that the holidays and weekends are prime time for cybercriminals to make millions on ransomware attacks. According to CBS Pittsburgh, also more than 3,000 students and staff at Butler County Community College are the latest victims of an attack, and the FBI expects even more. This is what the FBI said. They're the same individuals that might have been around for years that used to steal your credit card info. Mm. But now they recognize instead of stealing credits, I can make way more money by just hitting a business with ransomware and demanding large amounts of money. Um, According to a 2021 FBI report from just January to July, they received more than 2,000 ransomware complaints with more than $16 million in losses, a 20% increase in reported losses compared to the same time in 2020. Um, You ready for this? Yes. The FBI said the two most prevalent scams are non-delivery and non-payment, where a buyer pays for an item but never receives it, or an item is shipped, but the seller never receives payment. And number four, Oprah has selected Kaya Tomlin's Twisted Tea as one of her, quote, favorite things for the year. The T-shirt is one of 110 gifts chosen by Oprah Winfrey, available on Amazon.com and, of course, Tomlin's website. Now, you know Oprah's lists? No. You don't follow Oprah's lists? No. Christy, it's hard to believe that John doesn't follow those lists. What kind lists. of lists? Like movies and... That? Stuff, like gifts. Oh, stuff to buy. Like cool gifts. Cool gifts that you could buy for somebody yeah. or for yourself. Uh, Winfrey tried a Kaya Tomlin's shirt in red and described it as comfort and sassiness. That's what this smart-looking bamboo blend jersey T-shirt has. Don't you like it? Yeah. Uh, this isn't a first for Kaya Tomlin. Her line was recognized in Winfrey's O Magazine in 2015 for the publication's list of comfortable things. Mm-hmm. Kaya Tomlin also, by the way, making a full-length gown for Winfrey as a Christmas present. Hmm. Would you rather be called sassy or kind? <laughs> this or that? <laughs> sassy. 
I Thanks. like sassy. Sassy. And that's your top four. At four. Very nice. How about that? Kaya Tomlin making good? Excellent. I love her stuff. I love the shirt. Really? I looked I looked at the teeth. Did you see it, Christy? You buy it? Didn't see it, no. It's sassy. What's it retail for? Uh, I didn't look at the price. Oh, come on. I mean, you know. It's okay, I'll look, it up in, I'll look it up in the uh, Is it on commercial Amazon? break. Yes. Sassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, we'll take a quick break. When we do come back, Richard Mallard is going to join us to talk about the theology. Is this true? The theology of Rudolph the Red-Nosed He should reindeer. know. He's like one of the greatest theologians living. All right. He'll tell out. us. WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes update. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes update, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. Every family has Christmas traditions, do they not? Yeah. One of ours, longstanding, as a family, you know, we would gather around the TV set and we would watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 
Frosty the Snowman, and A Charlie Brown Christmas. Like you when you were growing up, you did yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. it would be broadcast like once a year. Yeah. And of course, that was a time when there were three channels. Right. So it was a big deal. It was like set was your clock, 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock on a Tuesday, you know, Rudolph's on and everyone, and you knew the story. Of course, doesn't matter. There. Yeah. Did you still do that when your kids were little? Oh, yeah. Did you? But we had them on VHS. DV, or DVD. Yeah, something right. like that, right. Uh, uh, and, but as your children grew up, they picked different ones that they liked? Die Hard. <laughs> sure. Is that a Christmas movie? Elf. I mean, Elf. We love Elf. Elf is part of our family tradition. Is it? Oh, okay. yeah. Elf is great. Yeah, we love that movie. I love Elf. Do you have a family tradition? Uh, we movie? do White Christmas. Oh, do, of course, White yeah. Christmas is pretty wonderful serious life. for us. Never do one. I mean, I've only what? seen Wonderful Life once. Oh, that's <laughs> That's a whole other story for another time. It was fine. All right. It's not really that. I mean, it's... No, it's fabulous. It's not that. But you're wrong about A Wonderful Life and The Beatles. Please Could. admit it. Right. Richard Mile joins great. us. He's a regular guest on our show. Richard is a professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary, where he served as president for more than 20 years. He's written numerous books over many decades, and he joins us here today to talk to us about a book that he has not yet written, The Theology of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks. If you guys would blurb it and push it, it might actually sell some copies. Uh, we could work on it for you, Richard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't sell us short. Yeah. All right, how, yeah. many ki- how many kids do you have, Richard? Just uh, one son and... Uh, Two grandsons, yeah. And when your son was growing up, did you do what John's talking about? Or did you watch Tune like in? Rudolph oh, yeah. and Frosty yeah, and all we that? Did. Yeah, it was a big Charlie Brown time. Yes. Time. You know, for me, 1949, Gene Autry, oh. you know, the cowboy singer, mm-hmm. uh, recorded Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And uh, I got it that first. I was nine years old. And one of my aunts bought it. For me, and during the Christmas season, I played it over and over again, and my parents got so sick of it. It was one of those little 33 RPM, you know, yeah. records. And uh, and then and and you know, Frosty came a couple of years later, and uh, and yet as I, I got, I, I would go to church, and, and the preachers would preach against that stuff. You know, Christmas isn't about Rudolph, and it's not about Frosty. It's about Jesus, and of course it is about Jesus. But you know, it it, it struck me that as a little kid, there was something wonderful about those stories. I mean, all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names, and they never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Any kid like me who was bullied in the schoolyard could identify with Rudolph, you know. Mm, But then one foggy Christmas Eve... He became the light of the world. <laughs> I mean, it don't work really. I mean, there's a red nose. It's supposed to, you know, help you travel all over the world. But, but then he goes down in history, you know. And and there's the spy, and and there was something about little kids. But you know, there's something like the Jesus story there. Yeah, he's the light uh, of the world. He he was despised and rejected. You know, they said crucify him, and and yet he became the light of the world. You know, and there's something wonderful about that. And then Frosty, I mean, you know, I, I once gave a talk at Fuller Seminary at a Christmas program about Rudolph. And everybody said, wow, I never thought of that, you know. And a guy came up to me after a faculty member said, uh, okay, you did it. But uh, you'll never do that with Frosty, you know. So I, the next year I did Frosty. You took you it know? as a challenge, personal yeah. challenge? Well, for one thing. 
the children know he was made of snow. You know, all the the, rain, the adults just think it's silly, but the children know. But you know what Frosty says? He leads these kids around, and then he says, "Don't, I, I, I'm going away, but I will come back." You know, and the second coming of Frosty the Snowman. You know, it's kind of weird. And and the thing is, he melts away, but Jesus will never melt away. You know. I'll be back again someday. All right, yeah. so, so Richard, you're the former president of one of the largest, most influential seminaries in the world, and you think you're here telling us that Frosty and Rudolph are not just okay to watch with your kids if you're a Christian, but that you actually think you can get something out of them. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you know, Captain, I learned this from J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, and, and incidentally, Amazon is investing millions of dollars, the most they've ever invested in. And putting all of Tolkien's stories on film. Really? Yeah, and you know, Tolkien was a Christian. And he said, the reason why I like these fantasies, these fairy tales, is that every fairy story, every every Rudolph story, every every Frosty story, is about what he called the good catastrophe. Uh, Things really get bad. And then there's this wonderful moment when it turns around. And the dragon is slain. The the, the wicked witch <laughs> gets defeated. Uh, the frog turns into a prince again. You know, and he says, you know, in a profound sense, the gospel has the the literary structure of a fairy tale, but it's the true fairy tale. You know, there really is a curse. There really is horrible things, but God's going to turn it around. You know. And and to me, that's powerful because we see in just that popular culture stuff at Christmas time, we see an anticipation, a yearning. People may not be able to name it, but they want those stories to be true, and, they, and, and they're true in Jesus Christ. Isn't that wonderful, I think? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Richard, it, it's interesting, though, because John and I have been on the air for so long. And of course, you've had you know such a public career for so long. The three of us all know that a lot of Christians take story and think that it's frivolous. They yeah. think, well, I'm not I don't need to read fiction. I don't need to watch movies. I don't need TV shows because these are all taking my attention away from the important stuff. And so we should be reading, you know, theological tomes yeah. all the time, period. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and they're missing something very important. And I think it's very important for Christians to be writing stories, and not just stories where people get converted, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, David McFadden, I may have mentioned this to you before, but he was the, you should have him on sometime, he's wonderful. He was the the main writer and, and, uh, and founder of a director of Home Improvement. Oh, yeah. Which was the biggest, uh, biggest show, uh, situation comedy, you know, for three years running back in the eighties or nineties. And he's a he's a wonderful Christian, and he says, you know, uh, we never talked about God on Home Improvement, but every episode was what he said theologically. I would call covenantal fidelity. It is being faithful to your promises, being faithful to your commitments. This is a a couple that could joke around, they could argue, they could play tricks on each other, but they were faithful, you know. Fabulous. And there's something wonderful about that. And I'm glad that Home Improvement uh, 
is so much better than Roseanne or you know a lot of other things in terms of uh, just setting us up in a way to 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 find fulfillment in the gospel. You know, because okay. God is eternally faithful to us. You know. Yeah. I mean, Richard, you say something really important because there you are in California. Here we are in Western Pennsylvania. But of course, in California, it is the epicenter of film production and television production. And, you know, I think for a long time, maybe if you uh, were public about your faith, then you may not have been uh, easily uh, welcomed into Hollywood or to a writer's room or to a script that would be worthy. But when you talk about something like, you know, Rudolph, we know that very simple story. And, it, you know, it's not a stretch to see Christ in there. And it's not blasphemy to, you know, to make that comparison and to tell that story. Certainly you've got to know your theology, know your gospel before you make that jump to speak about it seriously. But, but there is a lot to be said there. And I think probably more and more, you know, of course, as wonderful as The Chosen is, it's important that Christians are also viewing widely and can able to discern the good from the rubbish. That's right. That's right. And this is why we ought to support things like Amazon producing uh, hobbits. You know, mm-hmm. yep. uh, it, it's just it's just wonderful that that this is happening, and and in many ways it nurtures the things that the gospel can take hold of in our in our lives. You know, we're, we're yearning for something, and the stories that we tell each other are more than just stories. They're they're the dramas of our lives, you know, being made fun of, being rejected, uh, and then, and, but God can turn all of that around, you know. That's, that's great stuff. I think it's true. We love it. Dr. Richard Mao, Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary, Pasadena, California, where he served as president for 20 years and where they have better weather than we currently have here yeah, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's a great day. Yeah, oh, you know, it's, it's a great, a great day. day, he says. It's cloudy and cold here. Yeah, it's cloudy and cold. And it's, you know, it's so gray that I can't even, I'm trying to remember what like vibrant color even looks like. It's kind of nice though, Richard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, Kath and I talk about, there is some comfort in a gray, cloudy sky. Richard wouldn't know because he doesn't see any. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Richard, before you leave us, tell us, last time we talked to you, your wife was recuperating from surgery. How are you guys? Uh, she's she's walking around a little bit with a walker and she's able to sit up now. It's slow but sure. And, okay, great. You know, this is... Life is full of hope as well as difficulties, mm-hmm. and so we're, we're living with the hope part of it right I'm now. Thank you. Yeah. Richard, yeah. we love you. We do. And okay, so love listen, you. we're not going to talk to you before Christmas, Richard. Um, no. A Merry but Christmas I, I to you. I will be back someday. Yeah. <laughs> don't you go melding on us, Listen, if, if John and I show up at your place on Christmas Eve, don't be shocked, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll go down in history with me. Right. <laughs> love you, Richard. Hey, Good to hear you your voice. Guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's, doc, that's Dr. Richard Mao. Um, check out his latest book, which is, well, I don't know which one is latest, actually. Restless Faith, I think, is the most recent one. Holding evangelical beliefs in a world of contested He's labels. fabulous, whichever one you choose to look this at. This is that, coming up next. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. 
Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 32. Clouds and sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 47. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies with a low of 27. Sunday will wrap up the weekend with a few peaks of sunshine. It'll turn cloudy with a shower in the area for the afternoon. We'll reach a high Sunday of 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time now for this or that. It's just ridiculous. And it's simple, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> One thing or the other, this or that. Kath, would you like to go first, or shall I? We've been on this roll of uh, you going first, and All so right. I'd like to continue in that All way. All right, I will go first. December 3rd, 2021. And those are our good numbers up there, Christy. Is that this right? Okay, that. great. All right, okay. All right, I'm ready. The Charlie Brown Christmas special. Oh, which is so good. The Office Christmas special. 
Charlie Brown. Oh. You mean that's when he gives out the iPod to somebody? Yeah. Or the <laughs> yeah. iPad. I don't remember yeah. which one it is. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good one. Painting. Photo. Oh, that's hard. It's this or that. A painting of somebody? A painting. <laughs> painting. I choose painting. All right. A handmade gift. An expensive gift. <laughs> well, I want to say handmade because that's the right answer. Aww. But expensive is really the honest one. <laughs> pumpkin pie? Uh-huh. Cherry pie? Uh, pumpkin pie. Cool Whip. The Exxon Valdez. <laughs> I choose Cool Whip, John. That's mean that you would say it that way. Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Tums. Yeah. Um, I think Tums actually work better. Okay. I, I sampled them both recently at a moment of gastric distress. Tuna. Mm-hmm. Salmon. Ah, uh, salmon. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bezos. Oh, oh I love those guys. Uh, how am I? What? This or that? I can't pick. This or that? <laughs> Jeff Bezos. C.S. Lewis. Yes. Mother Teresa. <laughs> I mean, it's not, this is cruel. Is this her C.S. Give me Clive Staples. Your doctor on speed dial. Yeah. Your contractor on speed dial. <laughs> I couldn't get any of them to call me back four days ago. Um, I would like, I would choose my, at this point, my contractor mm-hmm. on speed dial. The comma. The semicolon. Oh, that's good. Uh, I I enjoy a semicolon. Baked potato, mashed potato. Baked. The attic, the basement. The attic. Clean the bathroom, clean the kitchen. Clean the kitchen. Sleep too much, sleep too little. Sleep too much, John. Cry, scream. Scream, I hate to cry. That's my this or that. I hate to cry. It's so exhausting, isn't it? John, I give you, because of what time of year it is, Mm. the It's Already Christmas edition of this or that. Number one. Advent Advent or Lent. I like them both. I know. This or that, John. Advent. Chestnuts or those weirdly fragrant cinnamon almonds that come in the little cone? I mean, you sell it so well. You can tell which one I like. I'm doing chestnuts. <laughs> Me too. Number three, John. The shepherds or the angels? Mm, angels. You've chosen the angels. Yeah. Number four. Stringing popcorn and cranberries on a cozy night in front of the fire. Done that. Or dressing up, out for dinner, and to see a holiday show downtown. Ooh, that's rough. I love both of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to dinner and a show. Are you? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Number five. The Christmas tree at Point State Park. Or the Christmas tree on the old Horns building. Hmm. Both beautiful. Uh, I'm going for the Horns. The nostalgia. Yeah, I like that too. Number six. Having to look at an artificial Christmas tree in your house, John, every day up until Christmas. Or having to eat fruitcake every day in your house up until Christmas. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Exactly. They're both a nightmare. So that, John. Oh, boy. Uh, you know... Uh, I'll do a little slice of fruitcake because I despise the Christmas tree so much. That's a surprise to me. Uh I'm shocked by it, and I think it's a poor choice. Number seven, 
ice skating at PPG downtown? Mm-hmm. You personally? Yeah. Or downhill skiing at Hidden Valley? Oh. You personally? Oh, Listen, <laughs> I want to live, so it's much slower and closer to the ground. I'll do the ice skating. Okay. Yeah. Number eight. Mm. In a downward spiral race for the creepiest holiday song. Okay. Baby, it's cold outside, John. Mm-hmm. Or I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, oh! I mean, see, they were both sort of, you know, couched in an era of perhaps a little more innocence. Well, we are out of that era. And maybe mom's loving Santa because she's because he's, he's Santa, not because it's some John. weird mom and Santa. Number nine. Those old timey candle lights you put in your windows and your house. Yeah, they're or. That annoying silver tinsel that was in individual strips and ended up stuck all over your Christmas tree, all over your furniture, and eaten by your pets? Yeah. I like the tinsel. One strand at a time, as my sister Judy would say. One strand at a time. Isn't You don't see that like coming out of the I'm bum of your all cat? All the time. I see it like in, it. in June, I see that. Number 10, John. This yeah. is your last one. Okay. Mayor Bill Peduto as Santa in the Miracle on 34th Street or Dr. Fauci as the Nutcracker? Oh, man. Give me Peduto. And a bicycle in. 101.5 WORD. In poverty-stricken Ethiopia, children are suffering from severe acute malnutrition. They're starving and dying. But our ministry partners at Save the Children are there to help. Your $60 one-time gift can provide the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the emergency nutrition and medication to bring a child back from the brink of death. Every little bit you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836. You can give online at wordfm.com, keyword, save the children. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat or goopy ears, then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. When kids need medical care, they will often face stressful and life-changing experiences. They miss out on the things that make being a kid fun. Starlight Children's Foundation has delivered happiness to 17 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and healthcare facilities. Our programs entertain and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn more at starlight.org. That's starlight.org. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families living in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger. They're afraid of eviction. But they're not afraid of hard work. When two jobs aren't enough, they find a way to keep going for their families. But when you give to the Salvation Army Western PA, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Your donation to the Salvation Army Western PA Red Kettle Campaign helps local hardworking families fend off homelessness. Keep hope marching on. Give today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash hope marches on. 
The Original Mattress Factory wants to help elevate your sleep experience this holiday season. We'll be giving away a queen-size adjustable bed set in our Comfort and Joy raffle. When paired with our hand-built mattresses, our premium adjustable beds make everyday activities like reading and watching TV in bed more comfortable. Visit any OMF location by December 18th to enter and for all official rules. No purchase is necessary to win. The Original Mattress Factory, bringing you tidings of comfort and joy this holiday season. So when you see a headline that, you know, COVID hospitalizations are higher now than they have been in the last nine months, you think, I... What? And again, I, I recognize that we're always going to have COVID-19. I know that, but you just want it to be over. Or when you see, oh, oh there's a new variant. I go, oh, what, you know, seriously, I just can't. come no, on. And then, and then all of a sudden everyone's like running for the hills. We're going to shut down and put, put mask up. And it's like, what? We, we're, this, we're going into year three of right. this. Dr. Rick Zimmerman is back with us, COVID-19 researcher collaborating with the Centers for Disease Control. He clinically tests and treats coronavirus patients and has decade-plus experience as an infectious disease epidemiologist right here in Pittsburgh. Rick Zimmerman, welcome back. Oh, it's so good to be with you. And yes, I think we all want this to be over. This is a chance for us to grow in our patience and perseverance, Uh, not the uh, character qualities that I have the best uh, amounts of. Those are a couple of areas I'm a little deficient. Yes. Okay, Rick. So then let's pluck this from the headlines. Omicron, I mean, is this a real deal that we should be worried about? I think it is. For those of your listeners who like to look at science pictures, you can go for free to a organization, nextstrain.org, and you can look at the uh, genetics of different viruses, flu virus and COVID, and you can see that the Omicron virus is clearly a separate branch. I'm sure you have seen a neighbor who's got a tree that's grafted. Uh, I've got a neighbor who's got a beautiful Alberta spruce, but now there's a fir tree or pine tree coming up from the base. And similarly, this is a a different part, uh, a different, shall we say, um, branch um, from uh, the original one and looks different. And it does look a little more ominous. What does it mean by ominous? It's infectious. Um, it looks to, and those that have already been infected, there's twice the risk of them being reinfected with Omicron compared to others. That's data that just came out of South Africa. And we don't yet know if it's more severe. It may not be. It may be similar in severity, but it's going to be infectious and appears to be able to reinfect those previously infected. Oh, heaven help us. Okay, Rick, look, like a lot of people, look, I've had two shots already, and last week I got the booster. I am good to go. What about that? So, yes, I think you're good to go from the perspective of protection against severe infection. There's people who've had the booster get a lot of maturity in their immune system. It really helps protect core body. Antibody does not always protect the nose. So, Um, you could get a nose infection after a booster, but you're very unlikely to get a severe pneumonia that you'd need to be in the hospital. I think the boosters are great at protecting our core body. If you are looking for a booster, uh, Rick, and you've had two of one shot, do you have to get a booster of the same? 
You do not. You can mix and match. I think very highly of the messenger RNA vaccines, be it Pfizer or Moderna. I think those are the strongest in the world. Um, and if uh, you, someone had a different vaccine as their first one, I'd probably switch for the booster to a messenger RNA vaccine, no preference in the brand. Um, and, but if you received a messenger RNA to start, it's fine to continue. All right. Okay, so Rick, what about this? People say, I've had it. I, you know, I'm done with this. Um, I've, I've followed along the guidelines. I've masked up, uh, you know, which has become very contentious as well. I've, told, I've done you know, everything they've told me to do. Right. I just want to go to church. I want to go out. I want to go see a show. I want to go have dinner, you know, if there's people available to do that. But I just, it's just endless. It just goes on and on and on. This is, the, this is how the world's going to be now? This is just it? I hope, and I can't, uh, you know, I've been humbled by predictions in the past with this virus because the, the latest mutations, I did not think, I did not think we would be seeing Omicron um, this uh, quickly, but we'll, we have a lot to learn about it. So uh, no chance, uh, no uh, loss of opportunities to learn things. I have a hard time predicting the future. Um, it's, this is a virus we've not experienced of this flavor. And, and I th- oh, Rick, sorry, you fell off. Oh, I, we may be uh, a tad humbled by trying to predict the future with it. Hmm. All right, Rick, let me ask you. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Rick Zimmerman, <clears throat> COVID-19 researcher, infectious disease epidemiologist right here in Pittsburgh. Um Rick, talk to us about um, the people who are hospitalized right now. I mentioned the headline, I think it was yesterday, in the Trib, the highest rates in the last nine months. And so I'm wondering if the hospitalization rates are people who are vaccinated or not vaccinated, because that wasn't indicated in the news story. So I haven't done a scientific study, but most people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated Um, There are people who are vaccinated that are breakthrough cases. A number of them have substantial underlying health issues that might make them less responsive to any vaccine um, because, you know, if you have underlying cancer, you don't respond as well. So there are breakthrough cases, but most cases are in unvaccinated. One of the things I do want for people to realize is there are treatments and there are treatments for outpatient illness. There's the monoclonal antibodies. Uh, there's a number of offices, and mine included, that are using inhaled steroids, the kind of steroids used for asthma that are inhaled. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming from FDA, maybe some uh, medicines, not yet, on the, but obviously for Merck and Pfizer, there may be medicines coming. And if you're diagnosed early, then you can potentially get one of these treatments or more than one. And so I often, at this point, prescribe both the steroid inhaler and refer people for monoclonal antibody injections. It's usually two injections, one in each each side, each thigh, or each shoulder. And they really reduce the risk three-quarters of hospitalization. Um, And so getting tested in a timely way is important particularly for those who are not vaccinated. Right. Okay, Rich, so what, what, what about going back to church? I mean, you know, most churches are open. There's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, a lot of churches are, are not requiring uh, face masks. Some churches are. What's your stance there? 
I think we have to, first of all, understand the environment that's right now. Uh, testing, and I looked at the testing coming out of Children's Hospital. COVID was the number one of the tests. Then RSV virus, which often affects kids, um, causes colds, but can also affect adults. Then rhinovirus, common cold virus, and then flu. And so flu has started in Syria. It's another reason to get tested. My own view on the churches is we are, you have to listen to our county and what is happening. I think we have to learn to live with this virus. Uh, I am concerned in large, closed, congregate settings where you have 100, 200, 300,000 people. The transmission there could be a real problem if people are unmasked. Uh, however, I think in small groups, small groups should talk to each other and figure out what they're going to do. Um, in a small group, you only put, if you happen to have a, an infection you didn't know, you only put your small group at risk. Many of that people may or might not, but many of the people may be vaccinated. And I think in a small group setting, you just have to talk and decide what you're going to do, um, including eating together in a small group setting. Um, a filter, a HEPA filter, will reduce the risk, not eliminate, but it will help uh, reduce the risk. Rick, I spent uh, a week being sick over the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, it was not COVID, um, but I was really sick. Um, and so, I'm, you know, as I was going through all this, I was thinking, so this is, you know, another thing we're going to have to get used to is the fact that you can get really sick with things other than COVID. Certainly. And... Um, Hospitalizations in the past from flu have been a serious issue. Uh, right now, the flu strain is uh, an H3A strain um, that was identified in an outbreak in the University of Michigan area and, that, um, and has spread thanks to sports games, and I'm a, a football fan, but thanks to sports games, has spread to Pennsylvania. We are seeing it. Um, and there is treatment for flu if it's diagnosed quickly as well. So another reason for people to consider testing is they uh, can receive influenza um, treatment if their influenza is caught early. Okay, speaking of testing, Rick, um, I decided to go to my local Rite Aid to get a COVID test. I hadn't. I had not gotten a COVID test since COVID became, you know, a COVID. thing that we all knew about. Um, so I went and did the a PCR test. So it, and because it was the Thanksgiving holiday, and whatever, it took five days for it to come back. Oh. Um, so it was, so, you know, I mean, that's just the way it was. But um, what about the rapid test? What about the PCR test? So if people are, are thinking, you know, I might have COVID and I'm going to get a test, are the, P, are the uh, rapid tests reliable? Rapid tests are very helpful if a person has symptoms and if they want a fast answer. So I use them commonly in my practice um, for people who have symptoms. Um, they are not the, uh, as reliable for people who have no symptoms um, and need a test for something situation. And again, I often ask, we start at the, often the beginning of a visit asking what they need the test for so that I understand because if there's a high-risk person with cancer in the home, they may want the best test so they really know if they've been sick for five days and if getting treatment is only going to be allowed another day to, they may need the rapid test because they can't wait five days for a PCR. Most PCRs don't take five days. Um, I'm usually seeing them back in two to three days. Um, 
rather than five. I see. Rick Zimmerman is with us. He's an epidemiologist. We're talking, of course, about COVID. Rick, what about the rates of infection to people who have had COVID already? Any numbers there? I don't have those numbers. Uh, What came, um, and it was a preprint in South Africa with the Omicron, was that it was occurring compared to the previous viruses circulating, uh, COVID viruses in South Africa. It was occurring at about twice the rate in um, persons who had previously been infected when it was comparing to people previously infected with uh, other viruses, but that's a preprint, um, and we really don't have good information yet in the U.S. with Omicron and how we're going to respond. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, the medical news and waiting for some of these to break. So, Rick, if people are listening and they have had COVID, are uh, you still recommending that they have a vaccine? Uh, yes, I would recommend it. You, I would probably wait and hear people vary. Um, and there's some difference of opinion, but my own opinion is I would wait three months because the antibodies will certainly be waning at that point from infection, and that will likely lessen the risks of uh, sore arms uh, with getting a COVID vaccination. I didn't say it would eliminate it, but it would reduce the risk. So I would wait three months, uh, but I think vaccination for those who've been infected is a good idea. All right, Rick. Okay, uh, one last thing, and it's not a medical question, but Rick, I don't want to put you on the hot spot, but, you know, I mean, COVID certainly infected the, the conversation, friendships, church membership, all that. I mean, what do you say to people who are angry about this and upset? They don't like how their church handled it. They right. feel like I'm going somewhere else because this church makes me do X or Y. That's or a thing, isn't it? Oh, it is. And, you know, Jesus prayed that for unity and in, uh, among his followers. And that is one of the toughest things. And, you know, I get... Uh, at times, uh, from something I've written, I will get an angry comment or something, and I think one of the, the best things we have to do is, you know, is to remember our own humanity, and uh, fortunately we can be dressed with the righteousness of Christ, and we have to um, forbear with one another. Um, we also have to look out for one another, and don't, none of us want to be the one that causes a fellow brother, sister uh, in Christ, or uh, child or parent to be ill. So we want to be careful in our infection control precautions from the hand washing to the masking to the vaccines, obviously depending on the situation. Very good. Dr. Zimmerman, thank you so much for all this time, your expertise and the clear-headedness that you present the facts to us. Always a pleasure right. to have you with us. All right. Bless your audience. Thank you. Dr. Rick Zimmerman, he's an epidemiologist, a COVID-19 researcher, collaborating with the CDC here in the city of Pittsburgh. Dr. Richard Zimmerman. Coming up next, John, would you buy a Jesus bobblehead? I would not. Would you buy any bobblehead? No. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. 
They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Do you have a loved one entering a nursing home? There's a lot at stake. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Depending on your family's long-term care goals, there are important decisions that should be made before a facility is needed. Talk to a qualified legal professional today. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we can help your family navigate the complicated Medicaid rules so that you can properly save some or all of your life savings from a long-term care crisis. Before you apply, contact Abernathy and Hagerman at a-h.law. Are you facing yet another holiday season alone? When was the last time you met someone you were really excited about? Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. If you're looking for the answers to these questions, I've got a solution. I'm personally inviting you to join me and thousands of women just like you to my free Married in 12 Months Challenge that's happening now at lovestories.com. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months Challenge at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawoski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. We get all sorts of uh, PR pitches and whatnot from people who are writing books and things, which is great. I mean, I, I love that people are engaged. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of get like a weird one once in a while, and this is one. Hey, John, wanted to give you a heads up that we will be releasing four limited edition bobbleheads of Jesus Christ next Thursday, December 9th. This new collection includes a full-size bobblehead, a bobblehead ornament, a mini dashboard bobblehead, and a mantle mate bobblehead that sits on a shelf, ledge, or desk. The bobbleheads have just arrived in time for the holiday shopping season. I bet they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say, hey, you know, you want to look at a uh, you know, sample, we'll send you some photos, or we'll send you the actual bobblehead in the mail. This is uh, from a guy who's the co-founder and the CEO of the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. And these are, what, if it's appropriate to say, and I think it is, Nice bobbleheads. Like, these are not There's like, such a thing as a yeah. nice bobblehead? Come on. See, I you know, like them, and you You like don't. a bobblehead? I like a bobblehead. I like them a lot. But you, you that bobbleheads for you, wait, let me speak for you. I'm wait. just guessing they fall into the same category of, like, Steeler jerseys and pen sweaters. No, they're the worst. No, this is, bobbleheads are sort of like the top of the wretchedness sports pyramid. I don't know. Especially here that. in the city of Pittsburgh. Because the Pirates field a, a horrific team. But you know what? I got a bobblehead of some guy you don't quite yeah, know, know his name yet. I agree. So come to the game. 
I agree. Which do you think a Jesus bobblehead is inappropriate? Deeply inappropriate. Do yes. You? Yes. Well, but in the you know the age we live in, of course, everything's fair game. Everything's ha ha. Does that honor Jesus as a bobblehead? Well, but bobbleheads aren't just ha ha. Bobbleheads honor people. That's why you There's get a bobblehead. On it. You think that's holy? I'm not saying it's holy. I'm just saying that I'm not convinced that it's like the worst thing ever. I'm not I mean, saying it's, not it's like... the worst thing. I'm saying I don't want it. I think it's stupid, okay. and I think it's you know. But, Okay. A poor choice for a believer to have a okay, but Jesus it, but like they're Franco Harris bobbleheads. They're not making fun of Franco. Franco's not Jesus. Okay, but they're not making fun of him. They're honoring him. Fine. You want a Franco Harris bobblehead? No, I don't want any bobblehead, especially a Jesus bobblehead. Oh, you are cracky. I am a little bit. Sorry. One hundred one point five W O R D F M Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying "Play the Word Pittsburgh," and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Tensions between Russia and the West have escalated in recent weeks, with nations increasingly concerned about Russia's military intentions. Ukraine's defense minister has told lawmakers the number of Russian troops near Ukraine and in Russian annexed Crimea is estimated at 94,300, warning that a large-scale escalation is possible in January. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has demanded Russia pulls back troops from the border with Ukraine. Correspondent Charles de la Desmond. A prosecutor in Michigan has filed involuntary manslaughter charges against the parents of a boy who was accused of killing four students at Oxford High School. Jennifer and James Crumley have been charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter each. This is SRN News. Your pets have... Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dynavite. Dinovite.com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. 
Enjoy. First Presbyterian Church is a beacon of light and love to this community. The message that I hear sustains me for the whole week. I love this church because of the diversity and the music and the people. The incredible beauty of the space. A warm, welcoming congregation. The people are amazing and truly love one another and Christ and our pastor preaches the gospel. I want everybody to Pittsburgh to come and experience. First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 and Christmas Eve at 7 p.m. Happy holidays. It's not magic that will deliver one billion packages to homes across the country this holiday. It's the United States Postal Service. And we don't need a team of reindeer to do it because we've added more vehicles to our fleet. And while we don't come down your chimney, we can pick up presents for you and yours. So if making more holiday deliveries to homes in the U.S. than anyone else seems like magic, that means we're doing our job. Share the magic at usps.com slash helpers. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 32. Clouds and sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 47. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies with a low of 27. Sunday will wrap up the weekend with a few peaks of sunshine. It'll turn cloudy with a shower in the area for the afternoon. We'll reach a high Sunday of 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon and greetings. Thanks for coming along as the sun sets a gorgeous sunset on this beautiful Friday afternoon. And uh, thanks for coming along for this uh, 5 o'clock hour. The Ride Home streaming live on YouTube at The Word Pittsburgh. You can watch the show as it happens. You can also contact our podcast whenever you want at wherever you get your podcast, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird story circulating on the web today. Oh, please tell me. Weird for a story. Friday? <clears throat> Christy, don't you like a weird Friday story on weird the web? Story. She's on the phone, but she's still nodding. Okay, you know this... why? Because she's doing more than one thing at one time. Efforting. Okay. This is... um. This is picked up on the wire by CBS Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay. And uh, it says this. A plumber called Houston, Texas radio station The Bull, God bless you, with a story that some say sounds like a mystery novel. The plumber claims that he found a cache of money in a wall while working at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Megachurch. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh, sorry. I'm going to have to ask you to stop. The plumber... Found money? Mm-hmm. Wait, behind like the tile in a bathroom? It's a weird story. Like I said, here's what he said. Quote, there was a loose toilet in the wall and we removed the tile. Well, they removed the tile, said the caller. I went to go remove the toilet and I moved some insulation away and about 500 envelopes fell out of the wall. What? In a statement, Lakewood Church confirmed that while repair work was being done, that an undisclosed amount of cash and checks were found, they said. They immediately notified the Houston Police Department. Quote, this is the plumber again, quote, but I mean, it was just like unbelievable the things he was telling us that they found in the wall, said George (laughs) Lindsay, co-host of the Morning Bullpen. I went ahead and contacted the maintenance supervisor, says the plumber that was there, and I went ahead and turned it all in. We've been talking about things that you found of value, and we were just blown away. Um, what is that all about? 
I'm overwhelmed with questions. First off, how much money are we talking? If 500 envelopes, how much money? That's what I want to know. It's not included in the story. No. Second question. If you were going to hide money, why? who are you? Are you a disgruntled... Usher? Like an usher gone bad? Are, Right, because like who co- else is going to have access to all the, the collection? The collection, because it's envelopes, like collect- right, collection, or, or is it envelopes like that came in the mail? It Doesn't say, it just says envelopes. So what I would if- imagine, and if it's envelopes, I mean, most people, most churches, a lot of churches now are going, you know, with the paperless. E. Yeah. So maybe it's maybe this was like you know from ten years ago, or twenty years ago, like an usher who was in trouble and somehow you know I don't know. Okay, so it has, it has to be something significant for you to decide that you're going to put it behind the toilet and then ceramic tile over it. I don't know. It's Again, it's like, you know, Al Capone's vault or something like that. Is Al Capone, was Al Capone in there? Right, something weird. And, of course, because, you know, say what you will, you know, it's Joel Osteen. And, of course, it makes news, and it's a, just a very weird story. Now, do you know this, that um, not that long ago... There was a case at uh, Joel Osteen's church, like I know him. I was going to say Joel. At Joel's church. That involved uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. $600,000 went missing. Did they find it? Uh, Apparently, uh, the Houston police are still investigating. It's a seven-year-old case. So could this be the money? This behind the toilet in the bathroom? $600,000? I don't know. Just, It's not my church. What if it was? What if it was your church? It'd be like a buck some... eighty. That'd be spare change from somebody's. You know, it fell out of their pants and rolled behind. You know, a crevice in the wall. I love my church, but there's no six hundred thousand dollars hanging out there. That's all. So it could be the same. I need to know. I want there to be resolution to the story. You're bringing it up, and there isn't any. I don't think so. It's frustrating for Paul me. Paul Colombo. Is Al Cap- whose whose body couldn't we find? Not Al Capone. No, 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 it's not. What's his, what's his? Al Capone's vault? So yeah, they, but you know, I know. But who, who, whose body couldn't we find? You know the Teamsters guy, Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, Jimmy Hoffa. I guess He's I said the wrong thing. I meant Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, he, Al Capone, Jimmy Hoffa, kind of. This. Neither one of them were. In anyway, there. it's just a weird story. I don't know. You'd think that. I I think if anything, it just goes to show you how large the church is. That something like that. Maybe it was missed and they didn't want to talk about it, or it wasn't missed. I, Can I you imagine if the average church lost six hundred thousand dollars at the end of the church, or half of your you know collection plate went missing? Wouldn't somebody say, "Hey, you know what? Something weird happened on Sunday." I don't know. Take a break. Jeez. Oh, all right. Coming up next: difficult issues on campus. How to talk without buying into the tribal divide in this cultural moment? Is it even possible, John? Paul McNulty joins us from Grove City College. It has to be possible. To open up that next on the ride home. Well, Thanksgiving was incredibly yummy. And now you have to look forward to Christmas. Mm. And if you're looking about making something that's extra special, might I suggest you stop by the Springhouse, order ahead with Marsha from the Springhouse. Hey, Marsh, how you doing? Hi, guys. Great. How are you doing? Good. Now, Christmas is still a little bit away, but I have a feeling that you're going to say that you want us to put our orders in at the Springhouse now. Yes, I do. And it worked so great for Thanksgiving. Customers were just like through the moon excited at Thanksgiving because they were all paid for when they came in. They got their last minute this and that and got rung up real quickly. And we 
appeared out of the back with their whole big order on a cart, and they just loved it. So we're doing it again for Christmas, and we're going to have a deadline, which we're not very good at deadlines and boundaries here on the farm, but we it worked for Thanksgiving, so we're going to try to do it for Christmas. <laughs> I love <laughs> you know, it. We just want to take care of everybody all the way to the end, but it makes us crazy, too, to try to do that. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do it until the 20th, and that is at noon on the 20th. We'll be taking orders, <clears throat> and um, we'll have our hickory smoked hams. You can order a whole or a half. You can order baked or ready to bake. Um, we'll have, of course, our eggnog and our chocolate milk, all kinds of casseroles and sides. We'll even be doing a Christmas take and bake with a smoked ham and meatballs in it and all kinds of yummy sides. Of course, our pies, um, we ended up baking another couple hundred pies in the oh middle of well, the sure. day before Thanksgiving because they were just flying out the door. <laughs> so we do that. We have people getting them like as we were making them. They were going to take them home and bake them. We could do that. So um, <clears throat> anyway, we'll have just lots of good things. And it's all online now. And you can just check it out from our website, how to order your thanks, your Christmas goodies and and also people have liked that they can be peaceful. They can look at it themselves and you know get their meal together and all that kind of stuff. So we're excited to move into the next century. That's good. <laughs> good, good. So be peaceful. Have yourself a Merry Christmas. And go to springhousemarket.com to place your order like now. Yeah, springhousemarket.com. We love the hams and everything else that they have, Springhouse has. So do yourself a favor, springhousemarket.com. Merry Christmas, Marcia. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas to you and everyone else. 101.5 WORD. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the place, everyone had such a smile on their face. Mortgage or rent had been paid for all next year. Twas the Christmas mortgage miracle sweepstakes that brought so much cheer. You too can enter before it drops out of sight. Enter one, enter all, and to all a good night. Sign up to win now at wordfm.com. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. To find your balance, keep riding. And if you stop, put your feet down so you don't fall. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. When my oldest daughter was a senior in high school, no, she was a junior in high school, she uh, went to look at colleges for the first time. She ended up at uh, Grove City College. And I remember clearly that night when she came home telling me about it because she said that she went into a psychology class and they were talking about the issue of abortion. And 
we'd talked about abortion, that issue a lot in our home growing up. She'd heard about it in church. She, of course, heard about it in her public school and high school. But she said out of all the conversations that she'd ever had about that issue, that psychology class was the most instructive to her because it was the most open-minded. She said the professor wasn't interested in like cramming something down our throats like this is what you should believe. He really wanted us to think through the issue from different people's perspective. And she came home that night. She was only, what, 17 at the time. And she said, that's the school I want to go to. So the thing that convinced her, the thing that attracted her, was the fact that it was um, a professor who wasn't afraid of the hard question. He was a Christian, though. He was a Christian, um, but he wasn't intimidated that this was a cultural issue that he had to just say, look, this is what you believe and we don't need to talk about it. He was saying, no, this is hard. This affects people in very difficult ways. Let's look at the whole thing. And there's nuance here. And maybe we could have a discussion about it. And so if you're pro-abortion or you're anti-abortion, maybe we could bring our opinions into a safe space so we can all share them. And then throughout the semester, we could find out what the Bible's teaching has to bear. In this day and age, that is revolutionary. In this day and age. Now, that used to be... What you'd expect on any college campus. If you were a serious-minded university with serious-minded students, you had to delve deep into places that were uncomfortable, that made you, what, cringe or think differently than what you would normally think, right? Because that's what education is for. That's what the world's all about, right? None of us are like in these so-called safe spaces anymore, right? If there ever was such a thing, of course not. But we're looking to be, in some ways coddled or protected when we don't need to be, especially if you believe the truth and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul McNulty is with us. Paul is the sixth president of Grove City College. And Paul, these are difficult times because of, you know, what? the You, you narrow it down if people want to, to so-called wokeism. And how does a, a university navigate these very difficult times, whether from far left or from the right? Yeah, John, um, I have been um, learning a lot about the challenge of that. And uh, it is one of the most difficult things I think I've experienced in my career. And you know I've prosecuted terrorists and impeached yeah. presidents and done a lot of challenging things. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to just professional uh, difficulty, um, staying on that path of of not um, being pulled one way or the other, but focusing on honoring Christ in what we do, is definitely um, a big task, and uh, um, you know requires constant prayer and, and grace in order to be successful. Paul, one of the things that John and I find discouraging is um, that it seems as if people are looking for leaders who are going to tell them what they already think, going to reinforce their beliefs that they already have. Uh, I'm not saying I want to you know, go to a church or a school that tells me Jesus isn't Lord. I'm not talking about that. But when it comes to issues, when it comes to whatever it is, there just seems to be a lack of eagerness when it comes to asking a question and just instead of say deciding you don't like a person or you don't like their perspective or whatever, just actually not saying anything and just listening to where they're coming from. It seems like that is rarer and rarer. Yeah. 
you know, the mission of a college such as ours should be the mission of every college is we're trying to equip students to go in this world and to be people who pursue God-given callings. That's what we say. And what that means is, among other things, that they're able to make good distinctions and have discernment about um, whatever it is that they're dealing with so that they can see evil when it presents itself to them and know how to steer clear of it, that they can think through things fairly, that they can be, you know, kind of committed to fact-finding as it, um, uh, and, and all, you know, good faith and, and, and fairness. And so, um, I understand parents and, um, general public being very concerned about the kinds of things that, that go on and, or at least what they're, you know, reading about going on in higher ed settings, because there is this sort of deconstruction that you see taking place where, it appears as though they're just, and there's no doubt that this is the case, that there are agendas to try to say what you have learned to this point is not true and we're going to straighten you out. Right. But that's far, far from what, you know, in the case of our institution, um, we'd be doing. And so instead what it is, it's about let's look honestly at issues so you can understand them fully, look at them from different perspectives, and you can be, you know, developing the life of the Christian mind. Uh, so that you are able to exercise all of your responsibilities as a Christian, as a citizen, in, in the best way possible. Right. Developing the Christian mind. I mean, how important is that, especially today? But, Paul, of course, you know this. Uh, whether it's at Grove City or any other Christian institution, whether it's your local church on the corner, the mention of Black Lives Matter or LGBTQ issues or critical race theory, or, you know, fill in the blank. These are very deep social issues, vaccines, of course, deep social issues that are affecting all of us. And, of course, the the church should not necessarily be a safe haven, right? If you call yourself a believer in Christ, we, as you say, necessarily need to engage in this with a loving and kind spirit, at the same time adhering to the teachings of the gospel. That's right, that's right. We have so much information curated to us today that it, first of all, influences us to be more suspicious and to see the world uh, kind of according to that curation, whatever it might be, the, the sources that feed us our information. And so then we're even more challenged uh, when it comes to trying to understand, because we maybe even start with sort of a skewed perspective. Um, and, and I just think there are basic tools that all of us as Christians have to have. Uh, and that if you read the, the word, they're inescapably true. And, and the first is truth. The first is that you know we have to work at understanding what is true as best we can, not exaggerate things, not mischaracterize things, not twist them for an advantage, not look to gain things in order to be able to uh, succeed, because ultimately we have only success in what God brings to pass. Um, and it's our, you know, responsibility to honor him and to trust in what he, um, uh, you know, what he does with, with our best efforts. And then I think in addition to truth, I think there's this question of humility, too. We've talked about this together, the three of us, you know, intellectual humility, yeah. the idea that you have to be in a, a place of learning. Uh, when I come to racial discrimination issues, You know, I try to come at that with a humility of heart because I realize I probably don't know a lot of things that I need to know about that, right, in order to be better 
uh, more sensitive, more aware of what people see in this world, what they've experienced in this world. Um, and in the recent years, I've benefited from learning some of the horrors that were not as known to me before. Now, it doesn't mean I buy into all the theories of of uh, sort of remedies and, and uh, policies that people want to promote in response to that. So I, I say to students, have an open heart and a discerning mind. Mm. Be humble uh, uh, and, 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 uh, to learn and to listen for what is true, and then to think about what is being proposed and ask yourself questions about whether or not that follows, that makes sense, that's reasonable or not. That's what we want our students to to be experiencing, and unfortunately, there just seems to be a lot of resistance to that kind of character development in the world today. Paul McNulty is the ninth president of Grove City College. Prior to returning to his alma mater, he spent 30 years, over 30 years, in D.C., um, and in '05, the U.S. Senate confirmed him to the position of Deputy Attorney General, second in command at the U.S. Department of Justice. Um, and Paul, you said early in our conversation today that you thought that um, you know you'd been through the ringer. You went through an impeachment process with the president. Uh, you prosecuted the terrorists after 9/11. Um, but boy, the slings and arrows that, that uh, everyone gets now are—I um, don't know if they're—I don't know—are they? I should ask you: Are they different? Um, well, I suppose that um, we could always think that our time is different, and I like to read a lot of history, and the reality is that um, we've had lots of hard times, and we've had lots of uh, very uh, divisive um, periods in our history. So it's difficult to compare one time to another. It feels in my lifetime as though we've changed. Um, and we've changed because we, we have access now to a device, social media, or to a, a platform that um, encourages a kind of uh, unfiltered, um, unedited, uh, kind of raw reaction to things, which can then be um, a way of promoting just like bearing false witness and, um, and not being peacemakers and so forth. So we are dealing with um, the means to be more divided than ever before. I don't know if our hearts are any worse than they used to be, but we've been able to sort of uh, manifest uh, that difficulty in, in new and worse ways. Yes. I mean, certainly the, the anger, the immediacy of the anger is much more palpable because of uh, so social media and emails and articles and whatnot. And so they, you know, the emotion drives the conversation, not necessarily truth or reason. And that's the problem, right? How do you navigate through people's rage, people's, you know, just, I mean, if I, I've heard this for, you disgust me. I've, I've people, I read, or you disappoint me. I've heard that so many times. I mean, high emotion, high emotion. And of course, you know, especially in a college setting, setting when you're, you know, in charge of, educating a new generation i understand why people would be emotional but at the same time emotion coupled with the personal is such a toxic brew that it it upsets the entire apple cart so it, it does not allow reasoned discourse about the truth of what's happening in the classroom and on the campus yeah yeah absolutely you know it reminds me a bit of when my wife and i were engaged a very long time ago over 40 years ago and we were we were getting ready uh, to get married, and we read um, a couple books together, and we learned a, a, some simple rules about a successful marriage when it came to uh, how we speak to one another. And we set these rules, and we've been pretty much been able to follow them, which is 
Um, whenever you say all or everything mm. in an argument with your spouse, you pretty much know that you've made a mistake. So you say, you always, <laughs> you never, mm-hmm. right? Because that's simply never true, right? It's not, and yet it, it's, in, it, it's, it's a statement that suffocates the other person. If you say you always say that, um, you've completely um, you know, sabotaged the way in which the communication is now going to go by overstating it so grossly. And I think about that sometimes because that seems to be the tenor of the communications. And so if we make um, a move here that is displeasing, someone will go post and say, all their programs are like this. You think, well, that's just so factually false. Why would you say that? Um, it must be because the individual um, is hoping that that post gets a little more sense and a little bit more, um, um, you know, response than than, than another. Right. It certainly doesn't justify doing it, but I can only figure out or only guess that that's what's motivating it. And doesn't it make it difficult to educate from a defensive posture? Oh, for sure, because mm-hmm. it's uh, because that's. That's not what the students um, should be doing. And it's also chilling to the academic environment because one thing I don't want to have happen at this college, and I'm sure other presidents feel the same way, is who are trying to operate in good faith, especially in a Christian institution, is I don't want the faculty to be afraid to have hard conversations about important issues and wonder if somebody's going to be taking a a photograph of that and tweeting it to a parent and it's going to be posted on social media before the class is over. That's, that's a very um, uh, chilling atmosphere for real learning to go on. And out of context. Right. And go back to the the story I, I shared at the beginning. When my older daughter went to Grove City the first time, she was so shocked because we had talked about abortion in so many different settings. She'd heard about it in church. So that was, you know, a, you know, conservative perspective on it. She'd heard about it in school, which, public high school, liberal perspective. We talked about it at home a ton. I've, I've, I've worked in that you know area for decades. But that was the first. She thought that was the very best one because it had taken so many other issues into account. That's what I think of. That's, that's what education is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's right. And again, going back to the idea that um, our mission was not in that class and the classes that you know, your daughters have taken since to try to convince them that what they learned in the Eman household was wrong. Of course, what right. You know, it's, it's, it's to get them to understand in deeper ways why they were um, learning the things they were learning and how they can build on that foundation um, for the harder questions that, you know, no parent or most parents don't have the uh, time or capacity to try to tackle themselves. Right. And that's why you pay the money send a child through college so that that kind of learning and growth will occur. And when you look at, by the way, at our, the size of our institution, where you have over 2,000 students living here four years together and so forth, 160 full-time faculty, um, it's an environment that is going to have some diversity of thought. <laughs> and the question is, do we have the, the patience and the integrity yes. to listen and to characterize things appropriately? And, and to work collaboratively to get it right day in and day out. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Well, Paul, God bless you. As you navigate this, I mean, for all educators and specifically Christian uh, educators and even more so at Grove City College, 
a difficult time. So our prayers are with you as you navigate through these very difficult times for the, the growth and the development of the new generation of Christian leaders that will spring from Grove City. Well, thank you. It's a great encouragement to talk to both of you, and I, I appreciate your prayers. Our pleasure. And uh, a blessed Advent and a Merry Christmas to that's you, Paul. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's Paul McNodsley. I'm going to be up at Grove City Sunday because they're, they're Christmas concert in the chapel hey. with the candles and all that. You know, I love that. It's a beautiful Sucker event. for that kind of thing. I can't wait. Coming up next, New York Times Best TV Shows of 2021. Have you watched any? Just a couple nights ago, John, I had that dream about college where... I realized that it's uh, almost time for finals, and I've never been to the class. Do you have that dream? No. You've I've... never had that dream. No. What? It's, all of a sudden it's, it's one of the most common dreams, what? yeah, in America, are people who are like me somehow in some way traumatized by how difficult college is. And so you just end up revisiting it. In, and it's always the same for me. I, I'm, I'm gripped by this horrible, sinking feeling that I've never been to this class and I'm about to have to perform on the final. And there's no way I'm going to be able to. Because it's a challenge, right? So, I guess because it's just, it's so hard. There's so much stress involved in it. Right. Well, I, I'm, I'm really, really happy that all that is well behind us, right? And we haven't been college students for decades and that's a good thing. But if you've got a child thinking about what happens at Grove City College, perhaps for next year as a freshman, Know that that challenge is still there, but Mm -hmm. in the middle of the challenge and all that hard work. And all the anxiety about it. Grove City has Christ first and foremost. The faculty, the staff, in the middle of it all, there is Jesus. So, of course, life is hard. A quality education is hard as well. But look at gcc.edu. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 32. Clouds and sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 47. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies with a low of 27. Sunday will wrap up the weekend with a few peaks of sunshine. It'll turn cloudy with a shower in the area for the afternoon. We'll reach a high Sunday of 49. 
with your AccuWeather forecast. I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Early December, this is the beginning of the season of year-end lists, right? I mean, this happens every year. I like a year-end list. Well, I mean, it's not, I don't take it as gospel, but I think it's entertaining. I like them because, for the most part, they'll inform me of things that I don't know. Or that you missed. And I also don't like them because I think, how did I not know this? How did I not read this, watch this, think this, do this? How did I even not know this was happening? Right. Okay. So in today's New York Times, the best TV shows of 2021, I'm looking at this list. Now, we should be good at this list. Well, I'll tell you what. There's 10 pages of this article, and I've watched one show. No way. One. One show. And I think- Okay. uh, Between the three of us, let's see how many we've seen. Okay. Quickly. I mean, I'll just- uh, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Yep, it's on Netflix. It's a, it's, it's um, animated, it, right? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Is the guy with a horse, horse head? Is that? He's he's like a comedian. Okay. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen it. Best haven't show. heard of it. Uh, Dickinson on Apple TV. Oh yeah. Okay, so I've been tempted by that, but I've not watched it yet. Christy. No, I haven't watched okay. it. Say, I will be watching that though. Oh, give us a world class comedy about empathy and the importance of living one's passion. Yeah, I, okay. I'm definitely in for that one. The Good Fight. Oh, that's the Good Wife. That's uh, Christine Baranski, right? No, it's the Good Fight. Yeah, but it's the Good Fight is the is the spinoff. Okay. With ha- hacks. HBO. See, I don't have a lot of these. I don't have. Yeah, the I don't have service. HBO. Um, it's a sin. That's HBO Max. Philly DA, which is PBS. Philly DA, what's that? The documentary filmmakers Ted Passan and Yanni Brook captured no trial scenes because of restrictions on shooting, but the sweeping story of efforts to reform the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office involves themes of policing security far beyond Ooh. the courtroom walls. That sounds so good. It's streaming on PBS.org. Oh, I want to see it. What's that called? Philly DA. Okay. Station 11, HBO Max. Succession. Stop okay, Succession is another. Have you watched Succession? No. Okay, I am in for that too, though okay. I have not yet seen it. That's gets like rave reviews really? okay. year after year. Okay, The White Lotus again, HBO. Call My Agent on Netflix. I started no. to watch this. Um, I'd go back to it. You it's did. A good rem- I said I, now that I will. It's a good reminder. Like there's so many times. Like what's that about? Um, a comic soap opera, a melodramatic comedy, the elements are in perfect harmony, a French series about temptuous Paris talent agent. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Uh, CB Strike Lethal White. What? That's what it's called. CB Strike Lethal White. It's an HBO sh- It's a BBC adaptation of J.K. Rowling's Corman Strike mystery novels. What's that called? CB, like, you know, the CB... Uh, CB Strike, Lethal okay. White. Okay. okay. DP on Netflix. What is a lot of initials here? DP, the popular Korean drama stars... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Christy, yes, no? Nope, nope. Okay. Uh, Gamora, HBO Max. No. You, no. In My nope. Skin on Hulu. Nope. Nope. Um, Letitia on HBO. Nope. Uh-uh. Mr. In Between, FX. I saw it. That's the only one I've seen. Mystery In Between? Mr. In Between. Oh, what's that about? Oh, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> it's dark. I'll just say it's dark. The guy plays an assassin, basically, and you're rooting for him, but, you know, it's difficult to... Because he's an assassin. It's yeah. kind of hard to get It's an Australian the film. Australian series. I loved it. I oh, really did. Mr. Yeah. In Between. Yeah. It's okay. on FX. Would I like that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spiral, which is... Here's another... 
What's MHZ Choice is the streaming service. What is that? We Are Lady uh, Peacock. I don't know that. We Are Lady? Mm -hmm. What's that about? I don't know. Latest hit from Britain's Channel 4. One part irreverent, uh, one part adorable rom-com. Okay. Okay. Uh, Betty on HBO. Nope. Nope. Brooklyn 99. Hey, that's NBC. I've wanted to watch that. It's good. Yeah, I I would probably get a kick out of that. Oh, there's Kim Convenience. Uh, You love that. I watch that, yeah. Duffy and I watch that, yeah. Uh, Insecure on HBO. No. No? Mom on CBS. Oh, is that the one with Alice and Janney? Yeah. yeah. The jokes on mom are really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Posse that on looks FX. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, these are th- 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 oh, have you watched it? Mom? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it good? Uh, it's all right. Just okay. I, yeah. You wouldn't think it was one of the top 10. No, I would not or... at all. No, these aren't top 10. These are just like, you know, best of. There's like pages and pages. Uh, Shrill on Hulu. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, Younger on TV Land. Uh, so uh, between us, we, I thought we'd be good at that. No, list. horrible. We stink. There's just so much to watch and take it. A, look, where you get your list, of course, says everything. Right. Right. Are you in tune with the New York Times? Probably not. But you know, what, would you be in tune with Vox or whatever? You know, I like to see. I like to, do you like? Do you go to Rotten Tomato? It's not. I haven't. I mean, That's I know my what go it is. to. It's my go to it? for if I'm looking at something. I go. What do they say? Yeah. It's. I'm surprised they don't have an. I didn't app. know they did TV. Oh, they do everything. It's, it's voluminous. They do the ride having John and Kathy? They do not. Rotten Tomatoes. The Week in Review. That's next. 101.5 WORD. No matter how impossible your family situation may seem, it's amazing what God can do when you invite him into your family time, ask him for opportunities to share the gospel, and pray for him to soften the hearts of family members. That's one of the insights in Prayers for Unsaved Loved Ones, a complete scripture guide, free from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Yours today at wordfm.com slash prayer. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. Try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. 
They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. This holiday season, kids get in free at the Heinz History Center. Get in the Christmas spirit and relive childhood memories inside the History Center's new exhibit, A Very Merry Pittsburgh. Explore Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, throw a touchdown pass in the Sports Museum, and slide down the Liberty Tube. It's all free for kids through December 31st. Sponsored by Howard Hanna Real Estate. Reserve tickets now at HeinzHistoryCenter.org. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? COVID numbers are up for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, Supreme Court, Mississippi, Roe v. Wade. What was a conversation that made you think? Wednesday at 435, John, we had Chris Martin on. He's a content marketing editor and does uh, social media research. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about the the matter you are in social media the more engagement you get. So whatever algorithm is at work and whatever platform you're on, the madder you are, the better off you are. Yeah. And that cannot be good for the human race. That's good. Uh, Cy Gart yesterday, he's a biologist, uh, agency in biology, how all of us are so deeply interconnected, right? A walk in the woods reveals the glory of God easily. Of course, you know that. But from a, a biologist's perspective, it was a very interesting conversation. Uh, yeah, good. What did you eat? Leftovers all day long. Leftovers. I'm surprised that some corporate America like food thing they don't create a line called Thanksgiving leftovers. It's that good. So great. I agree. And I needed something light to go along with all the potatoes, the gravy, all of that. I made up a, a, a new thing. What? You ready? Yeah. Chop up two apples. Chop up two oranges. Okay. Put it in a bowl. Then make one small packet of raspberry jello. What? Okay. Pour it over that. Put it in the refrigerator. Okay. And then instead of letting it become solid, you kind of like stir it up oh, to kind of keep it. Good. And then when you eat it, you put craisins on top. Dried cranberries. Put some ready whip on top of that. I'm good to Listen. go. Listen. Yeah. Good stuff. That's fabulous. What did you watch? Well, Christy Stockdale sucked me in. And. I've been watching The Morning Show, which is on Apple TV. And I'll tell you right now, it's not for kids. And it's not for anybody who wants to be happy. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, that, sign me up then. Well, I don't want to watch that then. If it, it is. It, it, I, you know, I said this, I think, to both of you before the show. More than anything I've seen since COVID started, this show, The Morning Show, represents who we are in the West, in the world right now. Oh, fabulous. Okay. Um, I, I binge-watched... Uh, the Beatles Get Back documentary over three days. I loved it. Eight plus hours. Fabulous. Is it good for people who don't like the Beatles? Is it just an interesting No, if you hate commentary? the Beatles, well, you're not going to. No. I can't watch No, that. you got to love the Beatles to you know tune in. I'm digging it. I'm loving it. It was, it was the highlight of my week. What are you reading? You know, I always got a, you know, a nonfiction thing going yeah, and a yeah. fiction thing going. So what do you want first? Fiction. Okay, uh, I'm reading a book called The Secret Keeper. I'm almost done with it by Kate oh, Morton. Yeah, I know. She's a she's a um, Australian writer, and she just writes epic stories about, about p- 
people and the whole thing unravels very slowly. Mm. It's just really, really, really good. Lovely. And, anyway, and nonfiction? Not, I'm not, no, it's fiction. And then nonfiction, I'm reading The Irrational Season by Madeline Langle, which are basically oh. like diary entries of hers. Um, interesting. And, you know, they kind of ramble for a while and you think, oh, this isn't all that interesting. And then something, she says something that is so epic. Oh, fabulous. As only she can. Really? Okay. Uh, what am I reading? I'm, uh, again, I'm on an Advent uh, jag, right? Uh, I talked about this last week. Uh, Advent, uh, The Once and Future Coming of Jesus Christ, mm. Fleming Rutledge. I love it very, very, very much. Uh, this I love. It's called The Art of Advent, A Painting a Day from Advent to Epiphany. And it's uh, a Look beautiful- Look how you brought your books. I did. It's like show and tell. You're doing a good job. It has, like, it has a nice little piece of artwork, and then there's an essay along with it. And then I, I just got my new copy of uh, Christianity Today. They sent me the Gospel of Advent devotional reading which uh, I like as well. That's all. What hacked you off? We've been doing this show a long time, John. Five or six years ago, we spent regular airtime talking about um, tiny or even large, you know, liberal colleges who couldn't stand to have one conservative come on campus. Right. Remember the whole Charles Murray thing? Remember all the stuff that happened out with Berkeley? That How if there was you. ever, you know, Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro ever showed up, you know, all of a sudden everybody couldn't bear to hear People anything. Screaming, you know, shrieking. Ridiculous. What I'm hacked off about is I feel like, you know, I'm from the conservative side. I feel like conservatives are getting that way. All of a sudden, we can't stand to hear a different opinion other than ours. I thought we were like the defenders of free speech. We were the classic liberals. What happened? People think it's dangerous to have a different opinion or a different, not even an opinion, a thought process. Other opinions aren't dangerous. Right. That's true. Um, what hacked me off? Uh, kids with guns. Seriously? Come on. I know the large majority of people are very, very responsible. But, boy, you got a gun in the house, lock it up, of course. That tragedy that's happened, the coconut in the family as well. I mean, that's a weird story. It breaks your heart. What was the best news you heard this week? Uh, I have a daughter who uh, sings, and when singing during COVID was like the worst thing you could possibly do. Because if you're going to infect somebody by talking um, to them, if you were singing to them, then that was like the end of the world as we know it. Well, she had her first concert uh, that we could attend a couple, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. And we ended up in, behind an accident on 79 and missed the entire thing. <laughs> Good. So Sunday night, she's singing again, and we're hoping that we will actually be able to be in oh. attendance we're going to get there super early, just in case we're behind another accident. We can actually see it happen for real. Nice. Same same concert? <laughs> no, it's a different, different venue. Okay. Um, best news of this week, uh, two things. It's the first week of Advent, which I love, Great. Advent. How about the uh, – have you heard the story about the high school basketball players who got together on a, a, a call and they mistakenly dialed in the wrong number? And who picked up? Tom Brady. I mean, that's a. Can you imagine being a kid and you're on a call with your basketball team and there's Tom Brady's head? And you know what? Say what you will. He played along and he was yeah. he was yeah, cool yeah, about yeah. it. So yeah. that was a fun story. Best news. And that's John and Cappy's week in review. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. Sing 2 is in theaters December the 22nd. Tori Kelly is back as Mina and says this about the franchise. I think what's really amazing about this movie is that they're still pursuing a dream, but now it's together. It's just like really heartwarming and touching. That's real life. It's like you can't really achieve everything without, you know, your, your support system and your family and your friends. And, you know, it means so much more when they're there with you. So I, I just love that about this movie. Sing 2 rated PG. For more information, head to the Entertainment Answer 
Weather.com. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. This holiday season, while many people are still struggling, let's bring families together. Every $1 you give to Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank can help provide up to five nutritious meals. Donate online today at PittsburghFoodBank.org. That's PittsburghFoodBank.org. With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcast, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. So it's a Friday. Oh, yeah, it is. And it's a big football weekend. Boom! A huge football weekend. So, Christy, I ask you if you now would play the song. That's our pick music. That's like solo in. It doesn't inspire confidence. No, sure doesn't. All right, so we have several uh, games to pick for the weekend, and uh, we're going to start with the Pens. I said it's a big football weekend, but, you know, Pens are playing the Canucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, That game is uh, Saturday at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. And uh, the Canucks kind of stink. Okay, good. Um, But, you know, the Pens haven't played great the last couple. So, um, though Tristan Jari looking very good. Very good. Uh, So, I ask you uh, what you think. John, I'll start with you. Okay. uh, I say Pens 5, Canucks 3. Okay. Christy. Pens 4, Canucks 2. Okay. Um, I picked Pens 5-1. So, I feel good about it. Holy And I'm on the Jari bandwagon right now. All right. Uh, coming up uh, right after that, we have Ravens at Steelers. That's uh, Sunday at 425. I feel sick about it already. Uh, things didn't go so well against Cincinnati. So I wonder what we think might happen Sunday. Christy, I'll start with you. Ravens 24, Steelers 17. That's awful. Uh, I went uh, Ravens 31 because our defense stinks. Uh, Steelers 17, John. 
I said Ravens 34, Steelers 7. Oh! <laughs> I'll tell you, you wow. just you got to dance is, to the... T- that is an erosion of confidence. It is. <clears throat> um, I added something special in here oh. because it's a big football weekend uh, for college football. And so I'm going Alabama and Georgia. Mm. Uh, Georgia, number one, currently ranked. Uh, Alabama at number four. Georgia's 12-0. and 0, Alabama's 11-1. and 1. Uh, What do you think is going to happen with that, John? Want to begin? I say Georgia 30, Alabama 17. Christy. I have Georgia 27, Alabama 20. Okay. All right. So we all picked Georgia. Okay. I'm going Georgia, too, because if Alabama wins, I'm going to cry bitter tears because I'm so sick of that. So sick of that. I went 28-20, Georgia. And last but not least, um, huge weekend for pit football boom huge weekend pit plays wake uh at wake for the acc championship tomorrow at 8 p.m yes there. indeed uh you won't be there will oh, you in front of my tv i'll <laughs> <Okay>. be there <laughs> all right so this could be kenny pickett's last game you know, he could choose not to play he's not and, gonna play next year no i mean in the bowl game oh right right oh he could choose not to do that because he's got a multi-million dollar arm at this point right. and of course the rest of his body um so this could be his last game and uh, it's a big one. Uh, Christy, I begin with you. I have Pitt 44, Wake 38. All right. Whoa, okay, very nice. I have Pitt 40, Okay. Wake Forest 33. Okay. All right. And I've got Pitt 48. Whoa. Wake 38. Okay. I think Kenny Pickett's going out on a high note. I think he is. And the Wake defense... Thanks. Hail to Pitt. I mean, thank goodness. Finally, finally, you know, after all these years of stink and disappointment and despair, I do think they're going to win this game. And even if they lost, it's been a great ride. It has been a great ride, but they need to win. Yeah. Because they need to overcome the Eastern or Western Michigan disaster. Yeah. Okay. Overall, in our picks, let me just say that, uh, Christy, while you were away, something terrible happened. Oh, no. John tied you. No. Yep. 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 Johnny. Uh, you're tied. You've each got nine points, and I'm I'm at seven. So it's not like I'm way that far behind. Right. Okay. So pipe down all of your you know okay. smack talking. Will you? Okay. So Saturday, you, I'm assuming that you'll watch both games. Yeah. Heck yeah. And will there be like a, a menu in process, or you just kind of grab That's whatever a fair you got? Question. Right. Uh, I have a date on Saturday. Saturday Ooh. night. Saturday at uh, four o'clock. So what are you going to do? Are you going to put well, the DVR so on think, and drive away? I think, I think away? what we're going to do is we're going to go and we're going to eat at the bar in front of the game at the restaurant. Mm. So we'll watch Alabama, Georgia, and then we'll go home and take in uh, Pit Wake. Wait, you're going you're to go on a date to watch a football game on TV at a bar? Oh, we've done that a lot. All right. I'm not going to like you know cast aspersions on that. That sounded like you were. Well, I would just kind of... Christy, wouldn't you do that? I've, I've done that before. So there you go. All right. I mean, I like it. I wish I could do that. My, my wife's going to go, no, we're not doing that. No. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, I don't want to do that with you. Okay. So that's what I think I'll do. That sounds fun. Yeah. Do you have snacks that you're anticipating? Well, because I said it, now I think we'll have to. You know what I kind of like to have? I like to have like some old school snacks, like, you know, like pizza rolls. Totino. Yeah, something like that. Or how about like, you know, an egg roll, like, you know, like a... You put an egg roll in the oven and make your... Like, Those aren't very good. No, you can get some good ones. You can. It's not the same. But it's like, I, like, I don't want to leave. Like, if it starts at 4 o'clock and then the, the, I, I'm not going anywhere. You don't want to miss anything. I'm just staying in that. So I don't want to like, you That's know... That's what DoorDash is for. I'm not is doing it, Will you do DoorDash, DoorDash on Saturday? Um, I don't know. That's way overpriced, Maybe. isn't it? Like, uh, I, 
I've done it on multiple occasions. You're broke. Well, come on. She's coming out of being broke. I am coming out of being broke. Are she you really? was broke. Now yeah. things are better. Things are looking up. Can you look I haven't grocery shopped in a month. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why she's got so much. <laughs> That's extra. Why well, you off. look very svelte. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Have yourself a great uh, weekend, and God willing, we'll see you Monday. Go pit. Pray for peace. The ride home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.